It's game day, and this is the home of Scottish football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good afternoon and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard as we welcome back the return of domestic football after three defeats, 11 goals against the non four Rangers. Welcome Dundee United to Ibrooks. Hibs Aberdeen, Livy, Kilmarnock, and St Johnston, Ross County make up your Saturday offering. Celtic wait until tomorrow to try and strengthen their hold on top spot with Motherwell and Hearts also in Sunday action. I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me in the studio, Gordon DL, Mark Wilson, and the returning Hugh Evans. Buongiorno a tutti. Listen, <laughs> Venice is just water under a bridge now I'm happy to be back here as part of the Super Scoreboard team And what a time to come back Giovanni Van Bronckhorst and Rangers What has happened? 11 goals conceded, none scored Lost up ground to Celtic at the top of the league Gone down to the bottom of their Champions League group They really need a result today against Dundee United And it's fortunate for them Begging producer Callum's Pardon that Dundee United I think are fatally flawed Because of losing 16 goals in two matches To AZ Altmar and Celtic It can only be a Rangers win today Or else Giovanni Van, Van Bronckhurst Has a crisis on his hands Yeah, big afternoon for Rangers And uh, Giovanni Van Bronckhurst As Hugh says A couple of weeks ago when he left Everything was rosy in the garden with Rangers But it shows what a couple of bad results does for you And... I mean I think he He is fortunate that his Dundee United team At the bottom of the league Struggling without a manager that's coming to Ibrox And that should be a routine one But plenty of good action all around the country Hibs Aberdeen usually a good tie as well Looking forward to it this afternoon Yeah after the excitement of the European campaign um, During the week Gordon We're back to domestic business Like Mark said there I think there's a lot of good uh, games out there this afternoon Obviously all eyes will be in Ibrox Rangers need the result The fans going along there will be demanding a result Against bottom of the league Dundee United um, But other games important as well Absolutely Four big games in the top flight To take us through this afternoon Two to preview tomorrow Massive games down the divisions And it's the first round of the Scottish Cup as well So this is the place to be On a Saturday afternoon You can stay in touch all afternoon on Twitter And as always I will give you the nod When the open line is here And you can have your say on the phones a bit later on As well It's good to be here on a Saturday We obviously didn't have any domestic football last weekend And we roll on We are back with a bang Let's start going around the grounds then Ibrox first Rangers done the United Watched by David Friel Good afternoon Gordon The team sheet has landed And I think some eyebrows have been raised Giovanni Van Bronckhurst has made some really surprising changes From the midweek defeat to Napoli Alfredo Morelos is replaced by Antonio Cholak Which isn't a huge shock But James Sands and Stephen Davis are also out And in come youngsters Leon King And Charlie McCann Who makes his first start The young Northern Ireland midfielder Much was made in midweek of no summer signing Starting against Napoli Van Bronckhurst has made a big selection call again putting his faith in King and McCann ahead of the likes of Ben Davis and Malik Tillman. That's a huge game for Rangers, as you were saying. They're already five points behind Celtic. Last time they lost four games in a row was 1985. So they're desperate to avoid making unwanted history today. There'll be a minute's silence for Queen Elizabeth before the game. Ibrox will be packed as usual on a perfect day for football, but dropping points here is pretty much unthinkable for Giovanni Van Bronckhurst. 
He's gone with an attacking team. In goals is Alan McGregor, John McLaughlin again not in the squad. A back four of James Tavernier, Connor Goldson, Leon King and Borna Barisic. John Lundstrom and Ryan Jack will be the holding midfielders with Scott Arfield, Charlie McCann and Ryan Kent in behind Antonio Cholak. Subs for Rangers are McCrory, Yilmaz, Davis, Sands, Morelos, Wright, Ben Davis, Sakala and Tillman. Now there's no Rabi Matondo or Glenn Kamara in the squad at all. As for United and standing Bosley Fox, I don't think it's right to say this is a free hit. They're bottom of the league. They're badly in need of points. United last won a league game here in 2011. Any kind of result would surely boost Fox's chances of replacing Jack Ross permanently. Kevin Thompson and Dean Holden, they're among the candidates United will talk to this week. But Fox looks a front runner. He's got another addition for the job today. He steadied the ship. He won the Premier Sports Cup at Livingston. He had a league draw at Motherwell, but this is his biggest test yet. And there's a blow for the United pre-match. There's no Stephen Fletcher in the squad at all. And Glenn Middleton takes his place in the only change from that Motherwell game. United will go with a back five. It's Carl Johans. Johan Eriksson in goals with Liam Smith, Ryan Edwards, Chalamo Grew, Ross Graham and Aziz Bezic across the back. Ian Hart, Dylan Levitt and Jamie McGrath in midfield with Tony Watt supported by Glenn Middleton. Subs for United are Newman, McMahon, Niskanen, Sibold, Mikasin, Sadat, Kudjo, Freeman and Thompson. And the referee Ibrox is Kevin Clancy. Gordon Diel, I would usually ask what jumps out from the Rangers team and I still will. I just feel like I know your answer already. Yeah, well, there's a few um, positions, Gordon, especially centre-back, obviously King in there, a uh, young lad, um, I keep going back to it, you've got summer signing, with a big reputation, Davis, or Davies, whatever Mark wants to call him, uh, on the on the, the bench this afternoon, um, and obviously uh, Cholak coming back in to retain his place with uh, Morelos um, on the bench after uh, midweek, I thought Morelos played particularly well I think he, he gives them a different option up front leads the line well and great to see young Charlie McCann getting a, a, getting a start this afternoon big game for him big game for the, the Rangers manager as well it's a very interesting team Mark you're yeah. allowed to say that at 5 past 2 no one can say it's right or wrong you get that answer at quarter to 5 but it's certainly interesting because the all the discussions midweek about no summer signings mm-hmm. It's kind of still the case, you know, Cholak comes in, but in terms of whether Tillman would come back in or whether Ben Davies was ready to play, it's it's youngsters that have been chosen there and a lot of fans love that. They love to see young players given a chance. I think all fans love youngsters coming into side, but I think it's a bit of a statement from Van Bronckhorst that the ones that have been playing, he isn't going to tolerate it. Now, he must see Leon King, well, he does see Leon King and Charlie McCann every day in training. He must think that they are well worth a start in this game. Um, because it's Although Dundee United are bottom of the league And they're shipping goals left, right and centre It's still not going to be an easy environment For those Rangers players to play in He obviously thinks the youngsters coming into the team Might have no fear And it's good I, I think it's great that young players get the opportunity At a club like Rangers It's up to them to perform now But you know, it's a big call a Big call and a big day for the Rangers manager I think it'll be an uneasy afternoon Because of the Rangers fans They will cause more problems than Dundee United because they cannot be in a positive frame of mind after what happened against Celtic, followed by Ajax and Napoli. Uh, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst, I think, has been emboldened by the fact that it's Dundee United. They've shipped 18 goals in six league matches. They've only scored twice themselves. They've got two points out of a possible 18. They are a busted flush even at this part of the season. Uh, so I think he, he feels that he can... Blood Charlie McCann Leon King is obviously going to be a good Rangers player For the future So he's not a a major surprise Charlie McCann is in to prove that Rangers don't need to rely on the old guys Mm. Which was said after the defeat from Napoli 
Yeah, David Friel, I would leave completely writing teams off before the game to Hugh Keevans. He specialises in it. But, you know, this is different, isn't it? It's easy to get caught up in the the hysteria and see one game rolling on to the next and rolling on to the next and assume that this is, you know, the, the next in a long line of potential disasters for Rangers. Of course, it, it could be. But this is a very different challenge to Celtic, Ajax or Napoli. It's, it's safe to say that. Yeah, exactly. And I think it was said last night in the show, Gordon, if Rangers could pick a game to, to try and end this losing run, to enter into the bottom of the league, they are shipping goals. They're without Stephen Fletcher today as well. This is a great chance for Rangers. As I said, it's a perfect day for football. You know, he's got options now, Giovanni Van Bronckhurst. You know, Rangers should be going and winning this game. And I think... I think was it you that said last night it's a win with fat that the Rangers fans are looking for you know they're looking for a few goals they're looking to get a feel good factor back ahead of the international break and I think it is a huge match for Van Bronckhorst I think he wants to win but I think he wants to do it in style as well Um, Again how much is it appropriate to make of the fact that you know Tillman is still not playing or isn't playing anymore and Ben Davies isn't playing are we starting to overdo that stuff David or does that come with the territory? No, I don't think you, you you know when you're spending money in players and you look at Ben Davis, you look at Red Van Yilmaz, I think fans want to see them. They want to see them contribute. And we're now at the first international break. You know we're now going to begin in October, and these guys haven't really contributed much. Started the game. I don't think that. I think Rangers fans will be hugely satisfied to see Leon King, to see Charlie McCann getting a chance because you were saying earlier you always want to see your own do well, see young guys come through. But, you know, I don't think anybody's overstating that at all. You know, Rangers made seven summer signings. None of them started against Napoli. They made three signings in January. None of them started in Napoli, against Napoli. In fact, all of them have now left the, the club. So I think the recruitment, the scrutiny on recruitment is fair enough. You know, I think Rangers, Rangers manager, sporting director, you'll always be judging how much your players are contributing, your signings are contributing. And right now, the new signings aren't really getting there. Yeah, in terms of the top end of the pitch, you know, Morelos didn't do much wrong the other night David he, you know, he, he showed what he was all about is that just a, a nod to the fact that it was his first game in a long time uh, and the fact that I guess in these so called run of the mill domestic fixtures Cholak's actually been pretty good yeah I think so and, and, and Gordon you need to remember as well as, as, as much as there's been so much controversy surrounding Alfredo Morelos in the last month or so that was his first start in six months I think back to that Dundee game with the, the tennis balls back in you know March or April so to go and put in a power of work against Napoli I thought he did, he did okay to then ask him to go again on on the Saturday I think it's a bit much and Cholak would probably imagine he would have found himself pretty unfortunate to be benched given the amount of goals he scored but he's back in and I think that one makes sense You know, as I said at the top of the show I don't think that was a surprise I think the other two are surprises but I can see why Cholak's starting ahead of Morelos so I think there's a real scope there for Charlie McCann to try and come in and, and take this opportunity David the criticism we get from Rangers fans in these types of games at Ibrox sometimes Is that the midfield balance Is a bit off And they're crying out for Something a bit more creative Something a bit more adventurous Now it looked like It could have been Malik Tillman All of a sudden He's dropped out the picture Any reason why Charlie McCann Can't make this The first of A series of appearances This season? No not at all I mean I, th- I think When Giovanni Van Brunkhurst First came in As Rangers manager I think one of the things He said in his opening Press conference was He's going to give you A chance And I think he's been As good as he's worth I would imagine that Alec Lowry would have featured a lot more if he hadn't been injured. You know, he got that really bad one in the B game. Charlie McCann is now, he came on against Queen of the South, thought he was really, really 
effective obviously this is a step up again today but I thought some of the passes he played his movement his one touch stuff was really really good so he's obviously knocking the door he's obviously impressing in training and listen, just, become, you come, just because you come with a big reputation from Bayern Munich or, or wherever or down south or wherever doesn't mean to say you're guaranteed a game and, and good on Giovanni Van Bronckhorst for giving Charlie McCann a chance today Looking forward to that one greatly Ibrooks Rangers against Dundee United should be a good one David Friel is going to keep an eye on that one What about Easter Road then? Hibs against Aberdeen Always a fascinating encounter Dave Galloway's got the teams Thanks Gordon Well such is the tightness of this league table at the moment Aberdeen sit four places above Hibs But are only two points in front of them Make that five places above Hibs But only two points in front of them Ahead of what should be a cracking contest Watched by a big crowd Now third place is a realistic target For both teams this season So this afternoon gives them the chance To strengthen their case The home side with boss Lee Johnson Returning to the dugout following recent surgery are going for consecutive home wins for the first time this season after being in Kilmarnock in their previous match. The visitors have only suffered one defeat in five games but Jim Goodwin's men are frustrated following their 1-1 draw at Ross County failing to get over the line despite taking an 88th minute lead. This is a terrific stadium as we know for atmosphere and that will be further enhanced by a visiting support of more than two and a half thousand. Taking a look at the teams then, Hibs make just the one change. It's Kuharevic in for Henderson. So Marshall will start in goals across the back. Cadden, Porteous, Hanlon and Cabraja. The sitters, Newell and Kenna. Then Boyle, Campbell and Kuharevic behind the main striker, uh, Johan. Um, who leads the line for them. The subs, uh, Miller, Doyle Hayes, Tavares, Schofield, Stevenson, Bojang, Henderson, McGregor and Fish. Just the one change for Aberdeen also. In comes Lopez out, drops uh, Clarkson. So it's Roos in goals across the back. Richardson, Stewart, Scales and Coulson. The sitting midfielders Ramadani and McCrory. Further forward, Lopez, Basawin and Hayes with Majowski up top. The subs for the Dons today um, are uh, Lewis, McKenzie, Morris, Watkins, Polvara, Duncan, Milne, Kennedy and Ramirez he is back from nowhere winning squad number 99 will he get the chance uh, to show that he is not the forgotten man for Aberdeen and your match referee today is David Dickinson I guess these two Dave Galloway the story of late goals Hibs goodness knows where they would be without them you think to the Edinburgh Derby you think against Rangers you think the opening weekend uh, of the season and for Aberdeen well they would be two points better off were it not for that extremely late sucker punch uh, at Dingwall Last time out What's the general mood Amongst the Aberdeen fans At this early point in the season Yeah well, the, the fans are really looking forward To this one You know there's plenty at stake One can only hope You know that it lives up to its uh, Pre-match uh, billing um, As we know Hibs hard to beat on their own patch Only um, Morton have won here In the Highbies last 11 home games The Dons though um, On the road Have been very very good uh, They've only lost one of their six matches away from home in this campaign, and that was at Celtic. Um, we spoke about the, um, you know, the, the building expectation and the hope among the Aberdeen fans, and that is reflected very much in this sellout, two and a half thousand plus uh, visiting support that will add to a, you know, a, a typically boisterous match. The atmosphere here at uh, Easter Road. Yeah, there is expectation and there is hope, and it is growing 
among the Aberdeen support, but it is time for the players to, you know, go out and deliver their their uh, third on goal difference. You know, and that's where they want to stay. Speaking to uh, Jim Goodwin earlier this week, he said that is a minimum requirement uh, for Aberdeen. Looking at this game, though, you know, meetings between these two teams, they're often very closely fought. They drew uh, 1-1 here back in May. I would say another tight encounter is on the cards. It's a great fixture. Uh, a famous one in Scottish football, Hibs against Aberdeen at Easter Road. So very much looking forward to that. It's the AstroTurf derby between Livy and Kilmarnock. And who else are you going to send? Mr Anti-AstroTurf himself, Fraser Wisher. <laughs> El Plastico, David, as it's been... Uh, sorry, Gordon, as it's been, uh, it's been mentioned. But... Uh, yeah, listen, the surface is one thing, but let's get a game of football on it. And I don't think either side would have particularly wanted the, the break last weekend. Livingston beat Hearts here last time out. And although Kelly lost at Easter Road 1-0 a couple of weeks ago, Denny McKenzie, I don't think we've been too unhappy with the performance. Down to 10 men for about 80 minutes. Ash Taylor sent off early on. That came in the back of an excellent 1-0 win in the Cup at Tynecastle. A 2-0 win come from behind to beat Motherwell. So in decent form. And Libby's win against Hearts broke a run of three defeats since I saw them deservedly beat Hibs here in mid-August when they played really well. And I think David Martindale will be looking for that type of performance a bit more often, a bit more consistency. Yeah, they're sitting nicely on nine points, but a wee run of good results can open up a gap between themselves and the likes of Kelly and others towards the bottom of the table. Even at this early stage of the season, that could be important. And I've always said it's games like this against teams expected to be in a similar position come the end of the season, whether it's relegation or sneaking at top six, that can define all these clubs seasons and a win for Livy would open up an 8 point gap between themselves and Kelly as I say after it's only 7 games but a huge turnaround of players at Kelly 13-14 new players just beginning to settle in but one player that hasn't got going yet Kyle Lafferty been a big player over the years for the club he hasn't quite got going this year he's been on the bench recently and is on the bench again today alongside young Ennis Cameron who came in to take his place because Derek McInnes now has Christian Doidge on loan for the season as an option to play up front and Christian Doidge does start they've already played Rangers and they've played Celtic so now is a time when they'll be looking to pick up some points and claim the table two changes for Livingston after the win against Hearts Goncalves and Penrice dropped to the bench Bahambula and Guthrie come in 4-2-3-1 Shamal George is in goals Nicky Devlin Aya Obalai Sean Kelly and Christian Montano at the back Jason Holt and Stefan Omiongo are in midfield Dylan Bambula Scott Pittman and Joe Nubley behind the main striker Chris Guthrie sub goalkeeper Jack Hamilton Jack Penrice Jackson Longridge Philip Kankar Jack Fitzwater Andrew Shinney Stephen Kelly Esma Goncalves and Bruce Anderson are on the bench it's four changes from that defeat against Hibs for Kelly Taylor obviously out suspended Sam Walker drops to the bench because Zach Hemmings back in and Cameron and Shaw are also on the bench Dorset McKenzie and Doidge along with Hemmings start Zach Hemming in goals Joe Wright Lewis Mayo and Joe Dorset at the back four in the midfield Ryan Alibisu Alan Power Liam Polworth and Ben Kriseni and Daniel Armstrong and Rory McKenzie behind the lone striker Christian Doidge Sam Walker Chris Stokes Brad Lyons Kerr McEnroy Fraser Murray Jordan Jones Ennis Cameron Ollie Shaw and Kyle Lafferty on the bench and the referee today at Livingston is Grant Irvin If that's El Plastico I don't know about the A9 derby at McDermott Park Roger Hanna St Johnson Ross County yeah, County have come down the A9. I think they'll be pleased to be here this afternoon, Gordon. This is the fourth season back up in the Premiership, and they've won here at McDermott Park every season that they've been back in the top flight. And they could do with something in the road. They haven't taken a single point away from Dingwall in the league this season, and they even needed penalty kicks to win at Highland League Bucky Thistle in the Premier Sports Cup group stage. That is how bad Malky McKay's side's away form has been this season. And they've come 
to take on a St Johnson side who are probably still having a bit of a buzz after that 3-0 home win here against St Mirren a fortnight ago um, I saw them last month here against Aberdeen and, and they were fine until the final third and they just couldn't buy a goal and Callum Davison responded and transfer deadline day got Nicky Clark in from Dundee United Conor McLennan in and loan from Aberdeen and Nicky Clark scored straight away got our first goal against St Mirren and it's just sort of lifted the place here interesting team selection this afternoon from Callum he's lost Graham Carey from the midfield and he's added in his captain Liam Gordon is going to start so it looks as if there's four centre-halves in this St Johnson side this afternoon the suggestion is they're going to switch from the usual three that have played solidly for the last years are going to go to a four this afternoon so we think they're lining up with Remy Matthews in goal a back four Ryan McGowan Alec Mitchell Liam Gordon and Andy Considine midfield Dre Wright Melker Halberg Jamie Murphy and Adam Montgomery and then a front two of Nicky Clark and Stevie May on the bench it's Parrish Brown Moreland McLennan Davidson Kusharayi O'Halloran, Crawford and Bear. As for Ross County, Malcolm Mackay has gone for this side. Quite an attack-minded side as he comes looking for that first away point of the season. It's Ross Laidlaw in goal. Back four is Keith Watson, Jack Baldwin, Alec Yakaviti and Ben Purrington. A midfield three, David Kankola, Jordan Tilson and Ross Callahan, And then it's a front three of William Akio, Jordan White and Kazim Olaigbe. On the bench, it's Eastwood, Owura, Danda, Sims, Loturi, Hewola, Peyton, Smith and Dominic Samuel. And the referee at McDermott Park is Matthew McDermott. The scene is set ahead of the three o'clock games in the Scottish Premiership. We are back after no domestic football last weekend, so lots to look forward there. And as always, at this stage on a Saturday, we'll get all the guys involved and look back on the week's biggest talking points next. Action as it happens. Reaction from five on the open line. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh Keevans returns. We've missed him dearly. You've missed quite a lot, by the way. Uh, we'll try and fill you in on what's been happening in the last few weeks since you've been away. But he's back alongside his old pals, Mark Wilson and Gordon DL. And the top team are out and about around the grounds getting ready for three o'clock games in the Scottish Premiership. We do generally look back on some of the week's biggest football talking points at this stage on a Saturday. And Roger Hanna, I don't think we could possibly come here on a Saturday afternoon after a midweek when two of our teams played Champions League on the same night and start anywhere else. No, absolutely not. And good performance by Celtic. They should have won the game. They missed far too many chances over there in Poland against Shakhtar Donetsk. And I think Ange Postacoglu will desperately hope that failure to win the game doesn't come back to bite Celtic in terms of the, you know, the, the big context, the big picture of that Group F Gordon, but they've shown, you know, Real Madrid will win the group, but Celtic have shown against Shakhtar over there, they'll have a chance, they'll be competitive and it's going to be a straight fight between Celtic, Shakhtar and RB Leipzig for second place and a position in the last 16 knockout stage. As for Rangers, listen, they played well, It, it reminded me a little bit of Real Madrid coming to Parkhead the week or two before when the home team plays really well for an hour and then in this case it's a red card and then it just proved that you know the quality of Napoli shone through but you talk at the top of the show about Rangers problems you know Scottish teams can lose 3-0 at home to Napoli Scottish teams can go and lose 4-0 in the Johan Cruyff Arena I still think 90% of the problems at Rangers and the pressure that Giovanni Van Bronckhorst is feeling dates back to the old firm defeat yeah, that's the thing, Fraser Wishart. If that Napoli defeat and the exact way that it panned out, if that had happened three weeks ago, four weeks ago, Rangers fans would really be... I'm not going to say they wouldn't care. Of course they would care, but they wouldn't, there would be no real fallout. There would be no dramatic post-mortem. It's because of what's happened in the, in the lead-up to it. 
Yeah, and also I think the way they lost to to Ajax, you know, as Roger says, you know, a Scottish team can go there and lose four 0 but it was quite timid. You know, there was no real fight there. There didn't seem to be any kind of desire. Their heads went down very quickly. Whereas against Napoli, it was the complete opposite. And, and I thought Rangers' performance for an hour was really good. You know, and uh, in the end, Napoli showed their class. Sans red card turned it a wee bit. You know, Al McGregor made a couple of penalty saves, just couldn't keep the other one out. And at that point, nobody really expected it. And they kind of, they were a bit deflated as well. The kind of energy went out of the, the, the Rangers team. But you're right, the, the, the pressure's come also because in the back of, a, of an old-term defeat. But that's what happens to old-term managers. You know, perhaps the greatest Rangers manager of, of all time, Walter Smith, when I was playing at Rangers 1994. Rangers in the back of, remember, they won a treble in 93. They won the league and league cup and lost in the cup final to Dundee in 94. Within a month of 94-95 season starting, lost to Athens in the... In the Champions League qualifiers, Falkirk in the League Cup and Celtic probably more critically in the league and there was a poll in the newspaper saying should Walter Smith go so it happens, that's what happens with Old Firm but I don't know what would happen if Rangers were to lose to today to, to Dundee United that would be a different different ball game from losing to Napoli So what Roger Hanna, the Napoli game, does that not deserve to be lumped in with the other defeats because it was a different type of performance or was there still the same continuation of some of the same themes i.e. recruitment and, and team selection well the, the team selection was perhaps the most fascinating aspect of the night because despite 7 or 8 newcomers coming to Rangers Football Club in the summer it was still back to the side that played last season and indeed I think there was either 5 or 6 of that side started the first European game under Stephen Gennard against FC Scoopy 4 years ago so it's very interesting team selection, it's an interesting one again this afternoon that Leon King's in the team Charlie McCann's in the team more senior players are not in the team and it's uh, you know Celtic Rangers can always say it's must win I think this is really must win for Giovanni van Bronckhorst to break this cycle of defeats, a cycle of heavy defeats. And at the back of his mind, he'll know after the international break, the first two games are hearts away and Liverpool away. Yeah, I mean, Mark Wilson, that would be a continuation, you know, onto today. You can't really separate them because there's still this ongoing fascination about Rangers team selection and, and who plays and who doesn't. Out of all those who haven't been given the nod today, is there any that sort of stands out and, and surprises you? Who are not involved? Um, well, look, there is. Uh, listen, there's a few. I mean, James Hand's always one for me. That the question marks always been there. Um, Tillman, who I think looked terrific when he first came in. I was the same as everybody else when you seen this kid and and where he's came from. Rangers fans are saying, "Well, don't wait any longer. Just sign him now," and it'd be right. But it shows how big that game against Celtic was. Because he was playing in a position that's so important to stop Celtic's full-backs and he was missing. They then moved him into the centre area in the second half. He was arguably even worse. And then he's just went downhill and he's nowhere to be seen you today. Don't. So that that's a big issue because today, for me, would be the game to put him back in. Again, the old saying, no disrespect to Dundee United. That would surely he's, build he's his confidence on, up. He's been thriving in these types of games yeah, yeah, up until he, now. He, I, I go back to Roger Hanna's point. This old firm game Makes careers And destroys careers I give you Ahmad Diallo Last season Little boy lost When it came to playing Against Celtic Malik Tillman At Celtic Park Lost Totally lost Swallowed up I don't think you'll see John McLaughlin In a Rangers jersey again After his goalkeeping display Against Celtic I know he followed up By losing another four uh, Against Ajax 
in the Johan Cruyff Arena But that game was a chastening moment for Rangers For Giovanni Van Bronckhorst and for the supporters Before the game, a former Rangers captain had written that uh, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst had worked out uh, Ange Postacoglu because Postacoglu only had one way of playing Well, that didn't go too well, that prediction Mm. And I think the the ramifications are still being felt by Rangers It was a a real blow They're five points behind Celtic in the league In terms of the Champions League I I know people are saying that they gave a plucky show against Napoli It still came to 3-0 And it might have been four again had Napoli scored with their penalty So in terms of the Champions League group I think Rangers' only chance of a point is Ajax at Ibrox and having lost 4 nothing to them in Amsterdam It's a slender chance of a point Celtic on the other hand I think with the games to come at home They'll get nothing against Madrid in Spain uh, But with Leipzig and Shakhtar Donetsk at Celtic Park uh, I think they can get points from that they're, they're hanging in the balance Whether they go out of Europe altogether Or go into the Europa League But for Rangers I think it's all over Where does this this week, should I say, Roger Hanna leave Rangers in the Champions League um, Well they're not going to qualify For the, the last 16 And you know They're fourth seeds They're back in the competition For the first time in 12 years I think um, Hopes were high After the run to the Europa League final last year But what it's done Is highlighted the Chasm in quality Between the Europa League And the Champions League And I wouldn't expect them To get too much Home and away against Liverpool next uh, and as you says, or in Naples. So I tend to think when they take on Ajax at Ibrox, it will be about registering some points in the group and restoring a bit, bit of pride in the competition. Fraser Wisher, it feels like the Celtic fans are feeling pretty optimistic about their group now. I see, you know, a quick glance at the table without really uh, analysing the individual circumstances would see one point after two games. That's not a brilliant position of strength to go and qualify from. But the performance levels, it seems, is what's giving the Celtic fans a bit more hope. Yeah, and I think the fact that uh, they look at Leipzig and they look at uh, you know Leipzig losing four-one home to Shakhtar and then Celtic outplaying Shakhtar in, the, in their own place. Or, well, they're, they're where the home ground is just now. I think that gives them real hope. And I think the two performances. I think they'll be really disappointed coming back from Poland the other night. You know, I, th- I think they'll be looking at that as two points dropped. Usually, at point away from home against anybody, Champions League great. The Celtic were, were by far the better team. But it just shows you the difference. Rangers are the same. The game against Napoli, Celtic against Real Madrid. When you get your chances, you have to take them. You don't get many. You don't get many chances. And, and that was a real body blow for me for Celtic uh, lo- losing that game. But uh, they've, they've shown they can compete at this level. And, and I, I think, for me, they're favourites to, to finish second. I don't think Rangers will get anywhere near even getting to third. But uh, I think Celtic will finish. Have got a really good chance of finishing second. The next couple of games against Leipzig are going to be absolutely critical to, to, to that side. But I think it writes the performances because it really was the unknown last year. Under Ange Postecoglou, they played the same way and they had a few heavy defeats. They lost a lot of goals, but they're a better team now. Far more options. And you look at their squad, six, seven strikers, two or three really attacking midfield players that can go and take the game to, to teams if and when necessary from that squad. Rangers just don't have those options. And, and I look at the Rangers team, very samey in the midfield. Other than Tillman, who, who, let's remember, is a kid. He's played four games, four games for Bayern Munich. He's 20 years old, so let's not expect too much from him. Other than that, there's not really many in the number of 10 positions or many in the wide areas to give options to Giovanni Van Bronckhorst, where Celtic have got, have got plenty. So I think exciting times for Celtic in the Champions League are coming up. 
Are you surprised Tillman doesn't go back into day Fraser? You are right. He's a kid. This, you know, so is Charlie McCann. You you wonder what the the thought process is there that you know Charlie McCann, the Rangers fans going along, will be loving it that he's getting his chance. But how, how does he now become ahead of Malik Tillman in the pecking order for today? Well, I haven't seen Charlie McCann play, and I don't know what type of player he is. But I think again, he's a Steve Davis type player. From the thing people tell me, so he's not somebody who wants to play ahead of the ball. But uh, if he can get his chance and he can play well, then then there's a chance here. Clearly, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst is unhappy with with his midfield and the way they're playing, other than Lundstrom. So there's something here that for, for the young lad. But I would have played Tillman as a, as a ten. And that's where he's got to play. I know he played wide in, in the Old Firm game and Celtic just dominated that game and he just got a wee bit lost because he's going to have to chase back all the time. I, I don't know if he's that type of player. I think he's a 10. And if that means he doesn't play every week, then fine. But when he's playing, get him in that key position. Because remember, only a few weeks ago he was brilliant against PSV away and he's been hailed as the next big thing. But give a lot of chance. He's only a kid. You forget that. You think, signed from Bayern Munich, or oh, he must be brilliant. And he is. He's got real talent and he will become a top player. But at the moment, give the lad a break but again it goes back to options how many options does Giovanni Van Broekhurst have in those attacking areas not many yeah I mean Roger Hanna obviously it's a maybe a chicken and egg thing the results and the you know the overall structure do you get bad results because the structure's wrong or does the structure get questioned because the results are wrong you know if Ange Postacoglu names a much changed team tomorrow and, and does give a couple of fringe players a chance no one will ask why no one will no one will take big conclusions from that. But it seems because where Rangers are at the moment, every decision will be scrutinised. And I'm not saying that's wrong, but you know that's what's going through the minds of the fans heading to the game today. Saying, right, okay, he's playing McCann and King ahead of X and Y. You know, why has he done that? Is that some sort of statement? What does that say about the recruitment? And it's his final confirmation that it is a results-driven business that we operate in, Gordon, because, you know, as Postacoglu, we'd have changed in the middle of the week. Say, had Haxabanovic started in Warsaw against Shakhtar Donetsk ahead of Abada and Maida. And because Celtic are in such a rich vein of form, nobody batted an eyelid. You know, they were quite happy just for Ange Postacoglu to make that change. Whereas every change that Giovanni Van Bronckhorst makes, you know, the changes in the, in the line-up in midweek, the changes again today, they are being scrutinised like never before because people are wanting to read into things, you know, what does this say about the bigger picture? What does it say about recruitment? What does it say about his feelings towards the, the, the guys he's being asked to work with just now? And that's off the back of a horrendous run of results, two 4 nils and a 3 nil. Um I think it's, you know, as bad a run of results as Rangers have had in 100 years in terms of the scale of the defeats. And I think, you know, they haven't lost four in a row, I think, since 1985, pre-Sunis, if you like. So that, that tells you how big it is today. And, you know, Leon King is in ahead of not just Sands, but Ben Davis, who's on the bench. A lot of money was paid for Ben Davis in the summer. Charlie McCann is in ahead of Stephen Davis, as well as Malik Tillman. So it is another statement team selection by Giovanni Van Bronckhorst, and he needs a result badly. Yeah, because Mark Wilson, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst didn't like really, you know, the question the other night about why does Leon King get put in ahead of Ben Davies, but but still the Rangers fans are going to ask it because of the the money that was spent on him, and the answer was you know dismissive in the sense that well he's just coming he's just coming back from injury you know he's not yeah. he's not as fit now he was on the bench against Ajax right, which was the the seventh of September. That was ten days ago. So ten days ago, he was fit enough to go on the bench. He was then fit enough to go on the bench again during the week, and he's on the bench again today. At, yeah. what, at what point are you not able to? Exactly. I think it's strange. I think Rangers supporters will think it's strange as well. 
that Ben Davis continually makes the bench but is deemed not fit enough to play or take any part in a game. Now it'll be interesting to see if he gets anything today if the game goes the way Van Bronckhurst will want. If Rangers are out of sight because he's got to play sometime and it's it's such a glaring part of the team that needs improvement. The centre defence. So when you've got a three million pound sign sitting on your bench who came from Liverpool, Rangers fans are right to ask a question and the media are right to ask a question after it because it does stand out. But the question the question is is King ahead of Davis in the picking order just now and, and merit because you look at the game the other night there are games gone at Napoli if you're going to get some game time into him get him on he makes a substitution he brings on King today he's playing bottom of the league I think the game's properly gone at that point though I know I know what you're saying in the sense that you couldn't see Rangers coming back but yeah. it was in the aftermath of the sending off wasn't it in the the, the one goal that put Rangers behind yeah, but you're bringing on you're bringing on a lad that you brought up for these games you're bringing on experience if he's on the bench he's surely fit enough to play part of the game they bring on a, a young player who I think's got an outstanding chance to make a terrific career for himself I think he's a very good player you look at Dundee United today Rangers will expect to dominate most of the game today so surely if you're going to get him try and get him up to speed this afternoon's a game what's happened He's put King in there To me it tells me that right now In training And Mark said You see the players every single day You get a feel for them Right now I feel that King Is probably ahead of them In the picking order That would would then cause people to question recruitment then Wouldn't it? But anyway Sorry Hugh When managers react As Giovanni Van Bronckhorst reacted To the question about Ben Davies It's because there's something wrong And they're getting irritable and Tetchy, David Friel and Roger Hanna will have sat as I have done in front of many managers. I think Giovanni Van Bronckhurst has been shocked to the core by three games, 11 goals conceded and none scored. And I don't think right now he's absolutely certain in his own mind about what to do for the best. Actually, you know, we take this time to look back on the week's biggest talking points. I think in some ways, Gordon, actually, the week's biggest talking point happened this morning. A bit of an embarrassing, <laughs> a bit of an embarrassing. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm up to speed with it now, and ad- I will agree with ad- admission you. Admission to me, I actually almost choked on my morning cuppa this morning. I didn't make it into the show quite as as sprightly as I normally would. I don't know if you've seen page seven of the goals pullout in the oh, Scottish yeah. Sun. Yeah, I've been uh, this morning. Now, basically, there's a well, there's two pictures. As if one's not bad enough, there's two pictures of Roger Hanna in mm-hmm. there. One as he stands today, and one as a schoolboy. Just show you it. Just you can give us your. Yeah. Yeah. Your live reaction Well, well I, I see the Roger Hanna That I know and love just now On the right hand Looking side great. And then on the left Is a young kid I've got to say He must have appreciated a hat With the size of that head He must have been the kid That they're got to knock down I thought he had the, a helmet on They're got to knock down The classroom tear. door They say right Grab Roger with two ankles Let's <laughs> Here we go His mother's still Paying off his balaclava The size of that hat I'd like to I'd like to see <laughs> I'd like to see Ed Sheeran school photograph. The touch of the Ed Sheeran's about uh, Roger Hanna. Oh, oh, he didn't get many Valentines with that. Right of reply. <laughs> All I'll say is, at least mine's in colour. <laughs> <laughs> now this is a, it's a good story, by the way. I don't know if yeah. people know this. Roger, the reason the school picture's in there because he's sitting with his school pal uh, David Smith, who is now Roger Hanna, the chairman of Air United. So there you are. Your paths have crossed again many years later. Yes, it's quite remarkable. One of us uh, employs 150 staff as a company with a 70 million turnover, owns a football club and goes to away games on a private jet. 
and the other one of us is sitting at St Johnson versus Ross County in the freezing cold getting stick off Gordon Diel for his appearance get, 40 get, years ago get, get, getting stick off Gordon Diel it's funny though when David took charge one of his first vows was he had to promise the fans he wouldn't bring Gordon Diel back <laughs> I'll bet did they not want some success listen we'll turn your mic off I think we've had enough of you bumming up your own career anyway back to the 3 o'clock games we'll ground the grounds next the team with the biggest support in Glasgow and the West this is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Keevans, Mark Wilson, Gordon Diel all here all looking forward to the three o'clock games we've been to uh, Ibrox uh, at length and looked ahead to the game against Dundee United just more one more point which does entertain me slightly mm. uh, is that Kevin Thompson because he's due to speak to Dundee United by all accounts with a view to becoming their next manager mm. and he's there today keeping an eye on his new team uh, and doing Rangers TV commentary so oh. he'll, get a good look. <laughs> he'll get a good look at them <laughs> why not he's, stud- he's, he's studied the team he's got the formation all sorted he getting in. why not Hugh well I was surprised <laughs> to go away on holiday and Dundee United had no manager and even more surprised to come back from a two week holiday and they still have no manager uh, I, I don't know whether that signals uncertainty on the part of Tony Ashka uh, at Tanadice but uh, you know it, it's an unfortunate coincidence that Kevin Thompson is working for Rangers and looking for the Dundee United job on the day that they play each other but um, I'm not sure that Liam Fox is out of the running altogether and if he gets anything at Ibrooks today I would say he's in the, the, the box seat Yeah you missed quite a bit in the last couple of weeks We'll fill mm. you in over the course of the afternoon So did you uh, <laughs> Roger Hanna what about the um, What about that job then Dundee United Can can today's result change it In favour of, of Liam Fox Kevin Thompson is going to be there in the stand How do you see that one panning out Well I don't want to say there's any results can't change it Because Jack Ross lost his job off the back of a 9-0 and a 7-0 So anything can happen I think Liam Fox is favourite for the job I really do I think he's um, he's very highly rated there He's worked under a couple of managers The players know him The results thus far haven't been bad at all under him And unless something dramatic happens And they lose very heavily at Ibrox today I would suspect that Liam Fox is still the big favourite to get that Interesting I look forward to that game For a number of reasons Then of course You Rangers fans You're just concerned about Getting back on track And winning And, and probably winning comfortably as well uh, The Dundee United factor The manager situation there We'll keep an eye on that one As well uh, Elsewhere Let's get a recap of the teams We are building up to kick off In the 3 o'clock games Hibs against Aberdeen Is generally a fixture to look out for Dave Galloway Who's playing today Yeah absolutely A, a real cracker is uh, on the cards here at Easter Road, Gordon. Uh, Hibs start with Marshall in goals. At the back, Cadden, Porteous, Hanlon and Cabraja. Uh, the sitting midfielders today, Newell and Kenna, with Boyle, Campbell and Kuharevic in with uh, Johan up front. Uh, Aberdeen start Ruse in goals across the back. Richardson, Stewart, Scales and Coulson. Ramadani and McCrory, uh, the sitters. Then further forward, Lopez, Bissawan and Hayes with Mayovsky uh, leading the attack just looking at how these teams have done this season in the league the hosts have scored six goals in their six matches of visitors having found the net 13 times and you wonder if that extra sharpness in front of goal for Aberdeen might just tip the balance in favour of the, the visiting side but it, it really should be a tight one today it be interesting even today to see what what, what difference is a bit more time made to, to teams for whatever reason yeah. Hugh they had a, an unexpected 
Saturday off You know Does that give you the chance To get some players back From injury Does it give you the chance To work on a few more things Or do you lose momentum A bit like You know Any other break Does it come at a good Or a bad time Maybe we'll find out Some of that today If you're Callum Davidson You're frustrated Because you've had a Real good win 3-0 against St Mirren And then uh, Due to circumstances You have to wait For a fortnight Until your next game Uh, If you're Motherwell Dundee United you're probably thinking, well, it doesn't make any difference to us at the moment because we're not doing terribly well. It'll be interesting purely and simply in terms of how the players pick it up at all clubs. The Rangers players have no other option. They have to come out of the traps flying today. They have to take advantage of the team who are bottom of the league, who have scored two goals and lost 18, who have been psychologically damaged I suspect mm. beyond repair by losing 7 to AZ Altmar and 9 to Celtic uh, Fraser Wishart keep an eye on Marvin Bartley if you can he generally misbehaves so we need some ammunition for him during the week he does he's a very animated character as is David Martindale but I'm actually watching Livingston in the last few times it's been Marvin that's been more animated than, than anybody else so uh, but uh, I think you know what the big man loves he's, loves his football he's learning his, his trade in, in here and uh, he's, him and David have got Livingston playing some, some good football, you know, I've said for many, many years, they're an underrated football team, of course, they're, they're, they're very hard working, they're disciplined and their energy and their work rate's fantastic, and that should not be an insult, that's a great thing to have, but they've got better players than, than people think, and, and they just keep churning out some players from England, a couple of players from the new lower leagues in Scotland as well, and they come in here and they play well, and uh, I, I think they'll win this this game again because you know, I said earlier, 13 or 14 players coming in over the summertime for Derek McInnes. It does take a bit of time to settle. Ash Taylor's a big miss the way they play with the back three. He's a, he's a big solid centre back. Um, and we talked about Rangers options earlier on. You know that he's got options up front. Derek, but they're all quite similar. All tall strikers as well. Lafferty, Shaw, Cameron, and Christian Dodge playing today. But uh, going back to Marvin and, and David Martindale and Livingston. You know, a win today would take them right up. Um, almost into, well it could actually be top three, top four at the moment and just it creates that wee gap, Dundee United I think will lose at, Living, at uh, Ibrox and if Kilmarnock lose today at Livingston all of a sudden eight points, you know, I know it's early in the season but these things all of a sudden they begin to set their sets, their sets a wee bit higher because most teams at this level do say at the start of the season listen, finishing 10th is their main target if we can get in top six great Livingston have just got a good squad of players and good footballers and I think they'll win this one today Yeah, I think that maybe applies to your fixture Roger St Johnson, Ross County it, Look, it's just too early to be that interested in the league table um, but generally speaking a point per game keeps you up it's always a kind of rough way of looking at it and for St Johnson today they would have the chance win this game go into the international break having played seven matches and, and put nine points on the board I suppose all you can do is take it in those little chunks yeah and they didn't get a good start last season Gordon after a double cup heroics of the season before and they got themselves stuck down near the bottom of that league and sometimes when you're stuck down there it's very difficult to get away mid-season or late season and they ended up only staying up with that dramatic sort of playoff night here against Inverness Cali Thistle so they will know the importance of, of getting a win today off the back of a 3-0 win here last time out against St Mirren and it would, uh, it would be a great relief to Callum Davidson, a man who has sort of felt the burden of being down in this bottom six or bottom three or bottom two at times for, you know, quite a part of last season. Uh, a much-changed squad. Well, still, as I said earlier on, we're actually not sure how St Johnson are going to line up this afternoon because Graham Carey, a very forward-going midfield player, who started his St Johnson career very strongly after coming back from Bulgaria. He's missing, but it's a centre-half Liam Gordon that comes into the side this afternoon, so 
really be interesting to see. We think they're going to the back, but we think it's Remy Matthews in goal, Ryan McGowan, Alec Mitchell, Liam Gordon, and Andy Considine across the back. Dre Wright, Melker Halberg, Jamie Murphy, and Adam Montgomery in the midfield with Nicky Clark, the new signing who scored in his debut against St Mirren up top with Stevie May. As for County, no points at all on the road. So, you know, a win today would lift them above St Johnson and would give a little bit of breathing space to them for a change this season. So they've got Ross Laidlaw in goal. It's Keith Watson, Jack Baldwin, Alec Yakaviti, and Ben Purrington at the back. David Kincola, Jordan Tilson, and Ross Callahan in midfield. And it's a front three. William Accio, who scored that late equaliser against Aberdeen last time out. Jordan White and Kazim Olaegbe. Looking forward to it. Lots to look forward to. That's your four games in the Premiership Rangers, Dundee United, Hibs, Aberdeen, Livy, Kilmarnock. St Johnson Ross County But the excitement does not stop there Look at the championship The Gordon DL Derby Wraith Rovers mm, Against Air United uh, For people in our part of the world Partick Thistle At home to Cove Rangers Morton at home to Arbroath I was out that way this morning Hamilton at home to Queen's Park uh, And Dundee Inverness Lots going on in Leagues 1 and 2 And of course the first day uh, The first round I should say Of the Scottish Cup Always some brilliant uh, fixtures To look out for there It's where the the dream journey begins for some, so we'll keep an eye on them as well. And all the kickoffs are next. The winning team all season long. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Saturday, three o'clock, the place to be for football in the Scottish Premiership and beyond. Lots to look forward to, lots of games uh, coming up, of course, as you can imagine around the country at this moment in time. Uh, Hugh Keevans. Um, minute silence I think minutes applause At some grounds as well And uh, I, Yeah I think it Already I don't think it's gone Particularly well for, In terms of Remaining silent uh, At Ibrooks. Dundee United fans Some of them Seem to have made a bit of noise And, and we'll go Inevitably round and round On this stuff all weekend Yes we will uh, I Regret that you've brought That news to us uh, I think it's only fitting, decent, respectful that people just shut up for 60 seconds. That's all you've been asked to do. Just keep quiet for 60 seconds. You need not approve of the Royal Institution. You need not have anything to do with it whatsoever. Just remain quiet and then we'll all go on. Uh, the games are underway, by the way, across the country now. In fact, you know, you've got early goals going in down south, nothing to tell you about up here. What are your hopeless predictions? Right. I mean, you've even even you had the weekend off of them last mm. week. Um so I don't know if the chance to regroup extra time in the gym to get your minds sharpened and focused. Who's gonna win today? Uh, go on, Hugh. You 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 just well, back from holiday. Okay. I think Rangers will beat Dundee United and I suspect by four or five goals. Back with a bang St Johnston will pick up with the left off uh, Against St Mirren and beat Ross County Who are currently having tremendous difficulty on the road Livy I think will win against Kilmarnock at home But it won't be four home wins in a row Because I think Aberdeen will beat Hibbs at Easter Road Pretty simple for me Rangers will beat Dundee United Great chance already for Rangers Ryan Kent eight yards out inside the opening two minutes uh, but he fluffed it, as they say. Oh, okay. Well, Rangers to win, and the rest are draws. Just based on that chance. Based so. on that chance. The rest are draws. The rest are draws for me. Okay, I'll just go quickly. Rangers, um, St Johnston, Ross County draw, Livingston to one, Hibs and Aberdeen draw. Okay, well, we'll find out, won't we? Uh, it really is a big chance that for Ryan Kent, you know, early on. 
you can try and make excuses about it being early in the game and all that sort of stuff, Gordon. But it's it's the type of thing that more and more Rangers fans are getting frustrated with about Ryan Kent because he's obviously a talented footballer. But is he is he productive enough? That's what they they phone in and they say that to us. Does he score enough goals? Does he get enough assists? Does he do damage in the the right areas often enough? Right now, no. Um, I think his performances this season have been below par. Has he got ability? Yes, he has. Um, you know, Rangers fans expect a lot more of him. And that's a compliment to players, Gordon. It's not the fact that they're expecting so much of him because they they think, you know, he, he's one of these players that can't deliver. It's because they know he can. On the big stage, he's proved it. He's a very talented player. Right now, Ryan Kent, for me, is very lucky. And there's been changes in this Rangers team in the last three or four games. He's very lucky he's still keeping his place. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Uh, the old argument that, you know, Ryan Kent's numbers aren't up to scratch. And I've heard people make the argument, well, it's not about his numbers. It's about him dragging a couple of defenders mm-hmm. out of place to create space for others. But when he stops doing that as well, then the numbers does become an issue. When you're playing at the top end of the pitch for Rangers or Celtic, you will get chances. The fans expect you to return goals and assists. And Ryan Kent has just went off the boil just mm-hmm. now. And I agree with Daz. I think he's lucky he's... He's not got someone pushing him. Well, but, but, yeah, I was going to say, let's not write Ryan Kent's game off today after two minutes. But Hugh, that the point Mark hits on there would be the most important one for the Rangers fans. It's not so much about the form of Ryan Kent in isolation, but why is there no one else who's able to push him? Why is there no one else who, if he does dip as footballers do, yeah. can come in? I'm sorry, but you know it's Glasgow. It's the way the comparison works. Who is the Haxabanovich to his Jota or whatever? Well, no one Because uh, all the signings that have been made of late By Ross Wilson in conjunction with uh, Giovanni Van Bronckhurst uh, Have flopped And uh, Rangers are waiting for them to, to Find form enough for Van Bronckhurst To put them in the team It's been a chaotic start for Rangers You know, the, I mean, Tavernier taking off at half time in a game Who would ever have thought it? Uh, the goalkeeping situation The manager stood by John McLaughlin Until he reached a point Where he couldn't possibly Stand by the goalkeeper And as I, I repeat I, I'm not sure you'll ever see him In a Rangers jersey again um, So all over From front to back uh, There have been players Who have started the season In a way Which you could not have foreseen I, I, I'll tell you one For me Sakala Sakala must be sitting there thinking, right, okay, where's my chances here? Because I think everybody agrees. I think every Rangers fan would agree. Ryan Kent has not been at it mm. this season so far. But Sakala's sitting there thinking, right, maybe it's time for to give me a shot down mm. that left-hand side. He's got bags of pace. I'm not a massive fan of him. Matondo, for instance, come in as well. Not seen a lot of him. Um so I, I think there's you know what's going to happen well I was going to say what's going to happen he's going to hat-trick absolutely yeah. Yeah. but on top on top of that you look at you know there is an interesting one uh, there was a a Tavernier corner cleared by by Ross Graham at the the front post there um, the you know Rabbi Matondo came on for Rangers during the week in a Champions League game he's not anywhere in the squad today I don't yeah. n- know exactly what the explanation is for that uh, hold that thought because we do have our first goal of the day. Goal flashes with Clydebilt Home Improvements. It's at Easter Road and it's for the visitors. Hibs nil, Aberdeen 1, Coulson's Cross headed in by your man, 
The Duke. The Duke. The Duke. Four minutes on the clock. What's his Luis Lopez? Uh, Lopez. You called Lope. him. Lopez. You called him. I knew, him I knew that. Better known as Duke, and he's opened the scoring for Aberdeen. Well, Can good start, that. Yeah. I did say if Anti Dabberdeen to win away mm. from home, I I think that Hibs are completely unconvincing, mm-hmm. uh, and have been since the season started. And um, rumblings will start pretty soon at Easter Road. Yeah, just quickly to knock that point in the head before we move on. So Rabi Matondo on mm. in the Champions League, nowhere to be seen today at yeah. all. If it is an injury, fine, but we don't hear that much uh, from Giovanni Van Bronckhurst um, towards the end of the week. Sometimes. Uh, what else hold on I think we've got another update here just to bring you no Arfield now over the bar sorry good chance 8 yards Kent on the cut back he's creating them this time yeah he's uh, a great game over the bar just couldn't keep it down um, Glenn Kamara also nowhere to be seen in the Rangers squad today this after uh, you know, coming on again. Yeah, no, I'm not surprised at that. I, I, if you watch one of the goals, I don't know. Is it the? Yeah, but that's my point. Then, one, but but uh, if it's form related, if you come on in the Champions League and then don't even make the squad at home to Dundee United, that's a big statement. You're not surprised not? that Kamara just been bombed yeah. through the squad. Yeah, I think Kamara has. Ah, oh, that's surprising. Hold on, hold on. See if you just take a breath and let me finish. I think that on his four, I am a massive Kamara fan. I have said that in here. His form this year has been terrible as well. He came on the other night there. He gives away a slack ball. It kills. Yeah, but I, th- I think you're arguing different things. It's still be- it's still a big statement to go from getting game time in the Champions League yeah. to not being in the squad I, at well, all. Well, I think sometimes as a manager... You put them on the bench, usually. That's the first step. Well, I think sometimes as a manager, with the way Van Bronker says it now, I think his patience is running thin. And I think what sometimes you decide to do is say, do you know what... Matondo, you're not you're not doing enough to even be on the bench. Kamara's been poor, not even doing enough to be on the bench. So he's decided to go with her. Goal flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements. Rangers won Dundee United nil. It did not take long. Nine minutes on the clock, and it's Antonio Cholak, a birthday goal for him. And exactly Hugh Evans what the Rangers fans needed. Exactly the start to the game they needed. I heard laughter in the studio when I said Rangers to win by four or five goals. Uh, this is the start of the four or five goals. Um, and you're right, it's exactly what the fans wanted. It, it quietens everyone down, it takes anxiety away. Um, Dundee United have clearly been punished since the start of the game. And, uh, you know, I believe that they are hopelessly flawed, Dundee United, and they're. At the start of a pasting And there lies the challenge of Going to Ibrox and, and facing a team like Rangers Mark um, Dundee United eventually get up the pitch The first time, takes them 8 minutes They get up the pitch, they get a corner But when it's cleared Rangers just race up the other end And pick them off and score Well that's the story of the season for Dundee United I mean just so open, poor defensively You only need to look at the goals against Tally To, to see what they're, they're you know, putting at this season and I mean Liam Fox can set up all the tactics you want and do all the work you want in the week but if your defenders are wide open your midfielders are stretched teams like Rangers will take four or five like you says off you so great start for Rangers what Van Bronckhurst would have wanted will settle the nerves because right in the first few settings Barisic mm. wants to control a ball goes under the foot you know that will settle everybody let's get this up and running the first half teaser with the scottishsun.co.uk slash football for the best football news and opinion online
I missed this last week when I was standing at the Leading Tower of Pisa. So did everybody else, we weren't here. Thank you very much. Name the last eight players to score for Rangers in a Champions League match from the group stages onwards. Who were the last eight players to score for Rangers in a Champions League match from the group stages onwards? Get your thinking caps on, get your answers tweeted in to at Clyde SSB and try and do it quicker than everyone else. That's the challenge for you this afternoon. So send them over, please, at Clyde SSB. One tweet, all the answers, and faster than everyone else. The confusion. The absolute confusion on the faces of Gordon Deal and Mark Wilson. I know they always look a bit like that, um, but in particular, at at Clyde SSB. Let's see what you think about It's all about him, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I think so, actually. I've I've told you all along, a single leaf working alone provides no shoot, but you're right in there, aren't you? What? You're always on your own. You need to repeat that one for me. Well, hold on. Act- I was going to like pull- I was going to pull you up on this because we've had a massive Champions League week, uh-huh. uh, and you somehow decided to abandon it. We didn't hear any motivational quotes from you during the week. I don't think I, I had a couple, but they weren't the right time, Gordon. Uh, you've got to. And so but what was that one again? A single leave working alone provides no shade. <laughs> That's the biggest, the biggest load of piffle. Do you know what? I don't. I. I've heard worse. I think that's not one of your worst ones. It does does provide shade. No, you need the teamwork of the other leaves. leaves. That's his point. Provide the the big. You're an insect. Move on. Exactly. So it's nonsense. Move on. That's one of your worst ones. One more time, just for anyone who's is just trying to stop laughing. (laughs) A single leave. Working alone provides no shade. Producer Callum, we're going to need to collect all of these. <laughs> Single wave working alone. Like a wave works. He's made, I mean, we've got a lot of. He's uh, made a workable object. I've now just thrown this on you, but I really wish we had collected the videos of them all as he's as he's gone through the season. There's a lot of people who take heart from that out here. They'll, they'll sit you back. could be Clyde One Super Scoreboard's answer. To Michael Sheen Tell me you saw oh, that last that's week magnificent you Loved it. I've not seen that I've heard you? so no. much about Michael it. Sheen the actor He appears on a Game show A League of Their Own On Sky Yep. And he's obviously A passionate Welshman And he's asked What would you say To the, the Welsh team Ahead of the World Cup And they put this music on And they put these red lights Look is it off the cuff Probably not Has he rehearsed it During the week Probably But it is Magnificent He's a ever, magnificent actor Ever felt that you wanted To be Welsh <clears throat> Me neither But Mm. I haven't watched that, that. I, I lived in Wales I know the, the passion That surrounds You played that for area. Bristol And the lived passion. just over the border That doesn't I'm still Wales So I'm, I'm part Welsh How good was it though? Ah, it was magnificent It was It was well rehearsed But he delivered it Down to a tee oh, yeah, Better they, than whatever that was You just came out with I, I've not, Well I can't comment I've not seen Michael Sheen's They um, were seen him with Brian Clough Oh how good is he that as well oh, Staggering I've not seen that film yet I've got no. it taped I've got it taped in the house oh, Taped? Taped. <laughs> oh, they're recorded. I mean, is this? I gave recorded. I gave my beta max. Yeah, I've got it recorded. Oh, must it, by the way, a couple of goals. Dundee one, Inverness nil. Ryan Sweeney, Morton nil, are both one. Dale Hilson. I have to admit, Hugh, your your um battles with technology never fail to amaze me. But I've been keeping the listeners well informed. You had me well amused during your holiday. When I started getting mysterious picture messages from a woman called Nicola yes. I didn't know any women called Nicola She decided to start sending me picture messages I was worried about what was going on 
Until I found out That she was your tour guide yes. In Italy And you were getting her To send me pictures of you uh, In Rome uh, With red wine in hand At the Leaning Tower of Pisa uh, And so on And yep. so forth Did you have a good time? That wasn't the best of it The best of it was last Tuesday As I Sped along The waters of the Grand Canal In Venice Speedboat to a restaurant that could only be accessed by water. The gangplank was put down, went in for dinner, came back out, walked down the gangplank very carefully after dinner, let me tell you. Where is this going? Steamboat. We, we get into the boat, ready to speed along the Grand Canal back home to the Isle of Murano. Oh, this guy's got class. And Nicola, the tour guide, said to me, you are the only, you and your wife are the only Scottish people on this tour. Sing us a song. <laughs> so, <laughs> what does that mean though? Where's the link? Sing us a no? song. On the Grand Canal in Venice, I sang Jose Feliciano's My Foolish Heart. My wife said to me after. This one? I just can't imagine you. That's the one. <laughs> There's a line between love and fascination that's hard to tell on an evening such as this. <laughs> you sang this to a boat full of people on holiday. I did. And my, my wife said to me she had never felt more proud of me. Oh, oh lovely. Oh, How romantic is that? How much drink must they have had to oh, listen? Uh, listen, please keep it. Please <laughs> drink responsibly. Hey, all the songs in the world you could have sung. That's fantastic. Why did you pick that? Did you ever do that on a pedalo in the Strathclyde no, Park but I'll for tell any you of what, your I'm very, acquaintances? I'm very impressed with that. When I courted my wife, I quoted her by singing to her. <laughs> a foolish heart. That that and uh, love letter straight from your heart. I, I It reminds me of the Christmas number one scenario a couple of years ago, right? And those worlds collided last night because my uh, my sister in law was over and doesn't really know much, doesn't really care much about football. Certainly doesn't care about us or listen mm. to our, our madness. And she said, "What's the guy you work with again? Hugh Stevens." <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was great. Just such a subtle mistake, Hugh what? Stevens. I think that could catch. Well, I have to tell you, why did the lady was... want you to sing? I know it was quite a weird request because they, they they found the idea of Scottish people being quite quirky and eccentric. Great, you know. Mm. So. Here Is that we what we're exporting to I, people? I, do you know something? I love that. I love that song. That's yeah. tu- that's touched me. Oh, you yeah. two have got the same me, music taste. Got me right there. I used to sing my life when my last year. See, I was singing to. <laughs> I was singing to mine in order to keep her. You were singing to several. <laughs> you two have got the same music taste. I, I, do you yeah. know something? I'm going to put that in my. My phone. I like that. I like See, that song. That's it. Cause you and you act like you and Wilson are, are pals and thick as thieves. I mean, no, you, no. you're more of Hughes' generation. I, I, yeah. I. That's yeah. impressed me. Let me tell you, that's impressed me. Well done, you. <laughs> I wish. Nick, where was Nicola's phone when this was all taking place? <laughs> I didn't get a video of that, Nicola. <laughs> Oh, that sounds magnificent. Yeah, Hugh. Listen, Apart from the singing of, part, lots of great. lots of new listeners because they all took a note of. Radio Clyde one and two point five, and they're all listening this afternoon. Good. He told us it was there was twenty two people on the trip, which is great, right? Well, we'll we'll take them all. The more, the merrier. I don't know if the twenty two will nudge the dial, but why not? We're always happy to grow the audience. It's a pebble in the water. The Beautiful. The ripple effect. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. 
Um, anyway, at Rangers 1, Dundee United 0, Antonio Cholak with the goal. And it's just one way traffic, Gordon. You would expect more of the same. Yeah, especially after the early goal, Gordon. That's what the Rangers needed to settle everything down. Obviously, the Rangers fans going along there demanding a big performance this afternoon. Uh, and Cholak's delivered with an early goal Puts Dundee United a little bit in the back foot Because the one thing they don't want to do Especially with you know, Liam Fox in the dugout He's trying to get that job as the right man I don't know He's settled the ship a little bit But if he takes another hammering this afternoon well, Then I would see that going in the, the distance The problem for Dundee United at the moment They're just a punch bag They're, they're there for everybody to have a go at And you know this is a long afternoon for them Yeah I mean they, they had a corner Which is about as good as things get Unfortunately in, in games like this If you're done the United uh, But Rangers comfortable at the moment Remember Aberdeen are one up at Hibs uh, And the other two games Levy Comarnock and St Johnson Ross County Are goalless There was a goal in the Gordon DL so scored Derby uh, And I must admit for some reason I've forgotten I'll get it back to you in a second Steny Nell Elgin won Kane Hester uh, on 16 minutes So there are goals going in Down the leagues at the moment We're hoping for a few more In the Premiership Your teaser is up and running It's at Clyde SSB If you want to give that one a go Please do Partick Thistle Have just taken the lead Jags fans You'll be happy with that Stephen Lawless Back in your colours And scoring goals 17 minutes gone Partick Thistle 1 Cove Rangers nil. Wraith are 1 up um, yeah, against them. Air United, it was all, all it was always going to go wrong for Air United mm-hmm. when the chairman was pictured next to Roger Hanna in the, the yeah. newspaper this morning. So, or when the manager gets manager of the oh, month, it's usually the curse. Yeah. Oh, exactly. I used to refuse him. You'd never had them, right? But <laughs> honestly, they're the worst curse in the world. I had a few of them, my day. And post the call my first, my first four weeks into management. Did you actually? Who first, was? first month. <laughs> Airdrie, who wait? Well, I picked the team for four weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Ange Postacoglu wins it every month though, oh, and no. it doesn't seem to hold him back yeah, well, well if you score 25 goals in 6 games chances are you'll get the manager of the month award absolutely yeah, don't forget it's the first round of the Scottish Cup today as well always uh, like looking uh, at some of those games some crackers uh, in fact it started last night didn't it 6-0 for Pollock against Huntley they've gone through Auchinleck Talbot beat Syngenta they've gone through 1500 at Broadwood to see open goal uh, beat Brora uh, after extra time yeah, yeah. So those three already in the hat tomorrow uh, McGregor Save from Betch Good opening Low shot for Dundee United There we go A bit of hope A glimmer Well that's what they need They need something to To give them a wee bit of um, A wee bit of hope Because It's not been a good start for them So far Dundee United yeah, the, By the way the corner then falls to Ian Harks But he puts it miles wide I mean good squad Good on paper Just Lacking in direction The AZ Alkmaar was a killer for them You know They they, they were the feel good story in Scotland For 24 hours after beating AZ at uh, Tannadice But what happened When they lost 7-0 in the away leg Has absolutely chewed them up And spat them out yeah, um, Hugh, thinking of that first round of the Scottish Cup, the Bankies are at home yes. against Spartans. Yes, you my got family grandson, members yeah. going along. My grandson Michael is there with his mum and dad. He's <laughs> loving the Bankies. That's a big one, eh? Spartans, well-run organisation. Best, best day of my season was Fraser Wishart and I last season at the Bankies against Clyde in the Scottish Cup. Big crowd, like old times back in the... What do you mean? You're you, 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 you like a hypothermia way to come and rescue you. Fraser is the city self. 
But that's when the bankies took pity on me And took me up to the club room <laughs> He was loving it Did you hear that That dig that we spent Every Saturday of the season With you two Bar one Which was his best Saturday <laughs> yeah, of the yeah, season yeah. Uh, Quite a bit to look out for there um, I won't run through them all Obviously Darville are already Well in front against Tynecastle I think it's four um, I don't know who else we should look out for I I get messages for you constantly requesting your company I'm in uh, At the Caledonian Braves They obviously play They no, play at Strathclyde Park They're at home today Against Newton Stewart in the cup of You know the Bankies are there Cumbernauld Colts Mark that's one for you Yeah you could just have been down the road there. Yeah. Uh, Star They're playing There's some great fixtures uh, To look out for So I'll give you a bit of Um as many updates as we can It's obviously difficult To keep C- up There's so many Cumbernauld Colts Still playing Out of Broadwood As well Not sure Yes, yes. I think so And that's why Probably last night's Open game goal. Had to be uh, exactly. Friday, Friday night. night And the disco lights Apparently I was reading Today were on there oh. so, Great occasion Absolutely So we'll try and keep you up to speed On anything that happens In the Scottish Cup <laughs> it's, it's tough to stay across All those fixtures Hugh A reminder of your uh, teaser please if you could Yeah, Name the last 8 players To score for Rangers in a Champions League match From the group stages onwards uh, Okay let's see what you've got for that We'll try and do some wrong answers To help you along the line If you need it uh, Do you know what though The standard in the last few weeks Has been incredible All I've seen is numerous uh, Correct answers coming in But you need to get all 8 Which is never easy I can see Derek Morrison's given that a right good go so has Michael Smith Greg's Gardens wants to mention Peter Lovenkrantz Hugh, is he on your list? Peter Lovenkrantz No, he's not there Is Dado Perso on your list? No Is Michael Moles on your list? Nope um, Surprisingly, but no Inyaki says Is it Andy Halliday? Is he on your Andy list? Andy Halliday? No, no way In, In a Champions, Champions League, League. Uh, Speaking of him Have you seen this sticker That's doing the rounds? Yeah, yeah uh, it's appeared now Honestly You won't be surprised To know that I've looked at it And I've no idea What it means This is grown arms and legs So I started getting The first of about 150 messages About this Yesterday afternoon so I don't even know Where it is But a sticker has appeared oh, It's got two pictures Of Andy's face And uh, the words Hey ho Here she goes Either a little too high Or a little too low Got no self esteem And vertigo Because she thinks She's made of Andy Now the words to that, if you put the C and call it candy, that's that's the Robbie Williams song. Do you, re- you recognise that one, Gordon Deal? Is yeah, that I not do. one of yours? No, it's not one. Candy. See? See what they've done there? Yeah. Andy. But who's rather singing? Than is candy. That the fans are saying it that? must be. And then it sort of <laughs> snowballed and then late last night someone sent me a message as well. I'll try and give the uh, the appropriate mention to whoever it was, uh, saying, "Listen, just send me the address. I'll, I'll, s- I'll send in, I'll send in some stickers for you if, if you want. I don't know what we're going to do with some Andy Halliday stickers, but we'll what the, but what are the Hearts fans doing with stickers? Andy Halliday well, stickers. He plays for them. I know, yeah. but well, you don't think what, he's like a fan's stickers, favorite? Stickers are a song. No, no. The stick, the, that's the sticker that's Aye, got the so lyrics on I mean. it Where do they, they stick it? It's not like a panini sticker that They stick face. them places That's where how a sticker I mean, where, works Where do they stick them? Anywhere Lampposts Name one Road signs No, you're else. just making that up now <laughs> They don't <laughs> stick them lampposts Hold on, right, right We've plunged to some serious depths on this show Are you ac- actually asking me what people are doing with stickers? I the just, clue could not be more in your face I would like to know where they stick them Anywhere That's the beauty of it why have they went for The picture on social media is It's on a wall song. somewhere It's on some sort of building wall It's a sticker 
You put it wherever you like. Oh, anyway, I'm this wasted on you too. Just Hugh, if you could brush that up because you're obviously you've got a new career as a singer. Yeah. So in the second half, I'll go. get you to sing that oh, with really? the words Andy. So if you just oh, want to rehearse, sing this song in the uh, If you want to rehearse, uh, we'll do that. We've got one of these. Goal flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements. Livingston one, Colmar McNeil, and it's the man who's been in really good form. It's Christian Montano. He's been in good form like we said Marvin Bartley and David Martindale happy with his work and he scored again Livy won Kilmarnock nil Stephen Kelly recent signing from Rangers his corner Montagno with the goal just as he did against Andy Halliday's hearts not so long ago Kilmarnock on the other side (laughs) giving cause for concern in the early part of the season second bottom Two points above Dundee United, just not happening for yeah. them at all. Well, and Kyle well, Lafferty was supposed to do big things and isn't. If you if you go back to my prediction start of season, I said it'd be a difficult season for Kilmarnock. New players, I heard Fraser's talking about something like 13 coming in. Yes, it does take time. Lafferty, I thought, was going to be a big player for him this yeah. year. Um, but... Uh, They've got an experienced manager yeah. and coaching staff down there, but I think it still will be a long, difficult season. I've for got bad on. news for David Patterson, who tweeted me earlier. Who's that? Uh, he's got a picture. He's got a nice bottle of Casablanca, whatever that may be. He's got the shorts on where, wherever he looks. Beautiful. Oh, magnificent. Marrakesh, she says. Greetings from Marrakesh. Oh. Listening today. Let's do this, Stranraer. Three points, please. <laughs> 25 minutes gone. Sterling Albion, two. Stranraer nil. Jack Leach. Uh, who of oh, course have got a wee family connection yeah. there my brother-in-law Te- terrible golfer as, as of the summer terrible golfer has added, terrible. Has added a second <laughs> for Sterling Albion I had him see I had him round last week for lunch new house obviously bit of lunch and just a little pep talk tell him like Gordon DL get yourself in the right areas and he's obviously he's listening yeah. he's taking it on board I'm glad you gave him lunch I just get in and out <laughs> oh, I wasn't letting you hang no. around me joking. Oh, well, what's that? Have I missed a housewarming yeah. party? No, yeah. oh, no, 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 no. You will remember the stories this week. He oh. disgraced himself. We went to the fancy golf so that, course oh, in Ayrshire. Right, okay. And he, he just, popped in. Well, no, we, we, we car sheared, obviously. We're still looking after the environment, even though uh, we no longer live in the same town. So that was ah, it. He got, nice. he got a 10 second tour when we came back, and that was it. You didn't awesome. offer him a coffee like no, the last time, no, did you? No, no, absolutely after not. Get nothing, not even a biscuit. Nah, was, no, you slaughtered his coffee machine he was the last sent time. On his way. James Hill was <laughs> happy with that. He was absolutely <laughs> sent on his uh, way. Uh, let get me tell a big you. fancy house, but no biscuits. I've <laughs> seen it all before. Speaking, uh, can you believe he's got the. You know what's to call Andy a bad golfer after this week? Unbelievable. Who him? Mm-hmm. Oh, he's horrific. Me- see, oh. uh, and by the way, see, Andy, call me for? you're terrible. See the poor boys that paid money to play with that guy. I, I totally understand how they feel. Just looking you, I, I for ball even, after I wasn't ball even after there. ball. You two played golf yesterday. I yeah. was at um, rhythm time with my daughter. We were singing "Ba Ba Black Sheep" <laughs> yeah, and all sorts. And he phones me. Uh, just amazed at how bad you were. He was calling you everything. And you know what? He's sneaky because I put one in the rough miles away, and I'm away taking my shot. I think who's he on the phone? He's <laughs> thirty yards down the fairway. He was calling you all sorts. And then I get it, at, just at that point, I diagonally put my shot into the other rough. I had a bad day, but <laughs> what did make it better was that this guy next to me had the opposite. His best round ever. Going for level par On the 16th hole He has a cracking drive I'm saying You're going to bottle this 
You're going to blow this nice, No 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 Nice support from your friend Crack and drive down the 16th He's swaggering up to it So he's still level par He's still the 16th level par okay. And you see him getting a bit nervy He says This setting shot is going to show Because this is the hardest hole The other two Take care of itself He hits his set A screamer Three wood Up the left hand side of the fairway There you go So we're walking up And three deer appear Aye. Across the golf course Beautiful Beautiful yeah. setting I'm going oh wow look at that And I catch it on video With him walking up there. Little did we know When we got up there His ball's missing deer. His ball's the missing deer. The deer The three deer <laughs> We cannot right? find it No way yeah. well. nah, I'm not the, having that I refuse true. to believe that The deer that. come across right The big one was at the front And just as he's walking across The heavens you know opened he? the, the, the heavens opened I thought that's a reindeer Right So they three come oh, across dear. Oh dear <laughs> the, the other one had a coffee He'd been at Starbucks um, but I walked up No ball I found out this morning From a fellow member That there was a deer Spotted With a yell Apparently they pick up the ball <laughs> No chance <laughs> So you get done out Of your first ever Level par round Because yeah. a deer Ate yeah. your golf ball You and expect us to believe the wee, that The wee third one He'd no eyes I and went Where's my golf ball He went No idea And don't Don't, yeah, <laughs> don't think we didn't notice The Starbucks pun <laughs> oh, Who gave you those no, deer no, puns They were good weren't they Who I gave mean, you the deer d- puns They just come out I don't know oh. I thought when I said Venice was water under the bridge That that <laughs> That had set the, the bar <laughs> But, but, but How wrong can you get But that is true the, Anyway the, the deers it, it could have salvaged his round But his head went And he didn't even drop a ball He was that much of a grump He's gone head, He was telling me he was telling me to hurry up and play my shot. Hurry up! Doesn't matter. Let's go. Move on. And that was the end. Of it round over. Oh, I could not have been happier. Your man in Marrakesh might be happy. Stranraer back in it. Daryl Duffy on thirty-one minutes. Oh, it's a bit of a rivalry that one, isn't it? Dunfermline Falkirk. Yeah. Callum yeah. Morrison has put the Bairns one up at East End Park. Oh, there'll be a big crowd there for that. You'd yeah. imagine. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're starting to play a bit better now, Falkirk. Yeah. Yeah. They were. The corner, I'm sure. I, I'm sure. In my early days of reporting on this very show, I went to one of those fixtures and there was eleven thousand there. Yeah. Dunfermline yeah, Falkirk. Yeah. So. Stephen Millwall have hurled his pie onto the pitch by this time. One of the bosses in here, of course, is a Falkirk fan as well. Oh. So look at that little bit of name names. A needle. Oh, you can tell yeah. me during the break. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's the last goal to come in. Uh, Ryan Jacks had a shot held by Ericsson twenty yards uh, after a move on the left. So, I mean, look, Rangers are in top and they're in front and they deserve to be in front. Hugh, you. Yeah. It could have been worse for Dundee United. I don't know what they'll take. Well, Having told on, in fact, I, I'm going to take that straight back because the Celtic game was still 1 0 at this point, wasn't it? Was it? The 9? Yeah. yeah. I think it was. So was things can only, change quickly. Was it 2 0 at half time in the Celtic game? And just before half time. Yeah, just think, before half time. Here so. you've got an example of two things Dundee United, the punch bag, uh, who cannot lay a glove on Rangers, and Rangers, who um, after three heavy defeats in a row, are unsure of themselves and the way it is manifesting itself is that they've got all the pressure all the chances but they're they're unconvincing in front of the goal you wonder if it uh, remains like this I know we're only half hour in if it remains us and it's 1-0 the game finishes 1-0 if that's enough to appease the Rangers fans no, if they no, think things not. are back in track no, yeah, but, it, but, it, but it also means that you're, you're not in crisis and you're not in a rut and, and, and it's it's stopped. You're right. I don't think anyone's going to go home and think, "Well, that's it. It's all. Yeah. It's all in the past." But it's it's the bare minimum, I suppose, is what you would expect. And and that's the way the fans will treat it. 
you know, well, I suppose it's a win and it reduces the deficit between Rangers and Celtic to two points. Celtic having to play tomorrow. Uh, but if it was one nothing, uh, it's not going to send everyone home singing and dancing down Edmiston Drive. I can't disagree with that, Hugh, but... I'll be surprised still if time. It, still time we'll uh, yeah, I'll be surprised just if it finishes a 1-0 uh, recap the teaser then we'll give it this maybe a yeah still time still a bit of time I was going to give a last warning um, but on you go Hugh name the last 8 players to score for Rangers in a Champions League match from the group stages onwards uh, ok let's try and do more incorrect answers just to help you along because some of you have got you know 4 or 5 6, 7 even and, and maybe just needing 1 or 2 uh, pointers in the right direction So please do uh, Keep your answers coming in Nizzy wants to throw Jean-Claude Darcheville in Throw him back out He'd also like to give Pedro Mendes a go Nope FM Dafty thinks it might be Kyle Lafferty Not there um, Okay Keep your guesses coming At Clyde SSB And it's a race uh, so try and beat everyone else to it at Clyde SSB. How are you two faring by the yeah, way? Yeah, we're doing okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think we've got seven. Yeah, let me see. I think. No, no, decide. no, no, no. We're not got seven. Why? The, the seven written down there. Mm, okay. Yeah, one, two, Maybe three. Five. Yeah, you've got a couple. Two a couple. I think there's two, two wrong. No, there's two wrong out of that. I think or one or two wrong. Right. Okay. Anne and Nell East five two. Scott Hooper own goal on thirty two minutes. East five. <laughs> uh, the Bankies are in front. Hugh, you'll ah, be pleased yes. to know the man for the big occasion, Nicky Little. Yeah, over a yeah. hundred goals for the Paper Hankies. Yeah, well, he's added another one. Uh, we've got. Oh, I've taken it away from him. Alan Hudson. Oh. Had sent me and Alan always likes to keep us up to date on what's happening with the Bankies. Uh, but Banky's TV says it was Slattery and not Nicky Little They well, can argue out amongst themselves Listen, Slattery will get you everywhere oh. I've been to <laughs> Gordon Moffat actually bears. last week He was just walking along the street yeah, 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 and he was frustrated at the the whole situation last week Because it was a, correct me if I'm wrong Maybe Pollock they were supposed to play last week It was an old ticket affair And that brings about its own challenges I think at that level So a shame that they had to lose it in that one But then again Fixture congestion We talk about the top teams With fixture congestion He was saying No idea when they're going to fit these games in Going forward But he was confident about this week So who's ahead. The draw tomorrow mm-hmm. What stage are we at then? Well this is the first round today So second round draw is tomorrow Which is still Yeah still Sort of lower league You um, would have played at this level It would be the first The first round of the Scottish the, It would be the first um, your kind of the first introduction for the SPFL teams though if you like at the moment it's your Highland League it's your Lowland League West of Scotland League and so on this is where the the so-called professional teams enter but not not the top flight Roger Hanna has absolutely killed Air United for the day they're now two down two down to Raith Rovers the chairman sat beside Roger Hanna and that was the end of the club all of a sudden it'll be bring back the yeah, mm. thank you. Wraith Rovers two, Air United nil. Sam Stanton, as the guys mentioned, Airdrie one, Clyde nil. Lewis Jameson and Stirling Albion restored their two goal advantage. Kai Fotheringham on thirty six minutes against Dunraar. Your man in Marrakesh has gone back to the bar. He's not interested. He's they, they're off. gone, have they? They're gone. He is absolutely Marrakesh switched nice, off. Yeah. Never been there. Surprised. Be nice You've world. been everywhere else. Mm-hmm. Marrakesh. Everyone yeah. ended at holidays like this guy. I know. 
I know. You know, I'll, I'll just maybe having another one oh, and, well, yeah, um, next week, but no, I decided against oh, it. Thanks, it was nice yeah. of you to actually hang around for a, the other a half, weekend. She's, she's going to Ibithon. <laughs> I mean, what are we six, six games into the season? You took a, a week off for Lady Gaga, yeah. another week off for Medieval Night in Tenerife. It's been a grueling start. A third <laughs> she's missed a third of the season. A so grueling far. start. She, I've, I've seen a wee gap there. The other half's going to Ibiza, mean you're out. <laughs> we can, uh, ah, we're can you imagine? <laughs> you're, out, oh. you're out in the town. Oh, I'm going to that. Um, <laughs> James Tavernier. I'm going to the bingo. Tavernier booked for a pull on Dylan Levitt. We think nice bit of skill uh, on the halfway line. That would be the old stopping a promising attack, you would imagine, in the eyes of the referee, certainly. Um, yeah, the other night, remember Morelos? Maybe I got away with one. So the criticism that was aimed at the referee the other night. Morelos. Mm-hmm. On a yellow card, pull back. Yeah, the thing about shirt pulling is it's, it's generally about sort of where it is and what it does. And I, again, I'm not disagreeing yeah. with you. If anything saved him, it probably was the area the pitch where it was because you, you you know it might the referee maybe didn't feel it was stopping a promising attack. I think it was quite deep. But you're right. Often when you see someone get away from someone else and the shirt gets the pulled, shirt gets it often pulled, yeah. uh, leads in a booking. But maybe it was something to do with that. Anyway, Hugh, you I mean you missed it all, of course, but. We did wonder about the referee for the Rangers game Who is described on his own Wikipedia page as quirky <laughs> We looked it up when we were on and we just thought just don't know if that's a word you should ever use To describe a referee It doesn't sound like a redeeming quality Well, I've watched all the, the, the penalties back again And uh, I see nothing controversial they, they were all penalties Yep, seemed to get them all People can obviously disagree That's what the beauty of it Gordon But he gave Rangers one That was never a penalty mm-hmm. So VAR took it away And there was You know there's maybe the The debate around the way the rule is And whether people like it or not About encroachment But yeah over the piece He seemed to get most of the big ones right Didn't he? Uh, yeah But he's um, He comes under a banner of a top referee Obviously he's t- uh, refereed Big big Champions League final Champions League final Do you say Gordon? Uh, yeah, I, I agree with you. I thought the big decisions, uh, he got them right, to be honest with you. I think Rangers lost their discipline as well. You know, the, and uh, they're having a torrid time of it in that regard. You know, as I say, Tavernier having gone off at half-time against Ajax and, uh, you know, Sands has had a torrid time. Uh, but he had to go and Rangers had six bookings and one red card. So yeah. that's indiscipline. I think, to be fair, Tavernier was struggling injury-wise yeah, against, nice against Ajax. <laughs> Um, but you missed Mark Wilson's finest moment the other night when the referee put on his quirky performance in his Spanish he was being described as El Willy Oh, right That takes us nicely to the break As they used to say in television <laughs> uh, Morton nil are both two Michael McKenna, what a season he had last year yeah. One of the In fact, did he end up getting Championship Player of the Year? Fraser Wishart will know I think he I think yeah. he did Yeah I think he did Yes he did um, Morton Nill or Broth to Michael McKenna with the penalty Well they could do a result or Broth Because So well documented Every time A poor result comes up for them People always say Oh the wheels have come off That's that Reverting back to usual But I'm sure Dick doesn't think that way I'm sure he has every confidence in them Well they could get off back up. Off the bottom of the table If uh, if they win And Partick Thistle beat Cove Rangers Then it's Cove who go bottom And uh, Dick Campbell goes second bottom Yeah and Partick are one up But by the way Dundee are Getting in areas And they have had a couple of you know, Like I say Entries into that final third And there have been one or two Sort of half chances Or shots So it's It's absolutely not the Complete doing that it might have been That's the compliment We can pay them Gordon 
Yeah, I think that uh, when Rangers got the early goal, I we thought the floodgates oh, would open. Oh, producer Callum's not happy. He feels I'm, I, I accidentally dropped the United. Did, <laughs> did, did I call yeah. him Dundee? Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. that's inexcusable. Yeah. Be calling him about that, that's look, look on his face. <laughs> yeah, the Tangerines uh, will be delighted if they get in one. They've obviously lost an early goal. Floodgates could have opened. It's not happened. Yeah, Rangers, I think, have most of the possession, but... While it's still 1-0, Liam Fox at half-time will be, will be a positive um, team talk. Just laughing at you calling them the Tangerines. I know that's, that's one of their nicknames, I know, but Why? I just hate it for some reason. The Tangerines. Okay. Yeah, okay. I don't know. I, I don't, don't think like that it. requires much more uh, analysis, <laughs> that discussion, if you don't mind. <laughs> pointless. No offence. Oh, <laughs> um, so there we go. We're still waiting on a goal between... St Johnston and Ross County We've got one everywhere else Hibs nil, Aberdeen won That was the first goal of the day And uh, Aberdeen took that early lead through Duke uh, Livingston won Kilmarnock nil. Christian Montano Rangers won Dundee United nil. Uh, of course was the the early goal as well Through Antonio Cholak Sterling Albion running away with it Your Marrakesh man, sorry 4-1 now, Dale oh. Carrick Adding another uh, log on the fire as a pal of used to say Glenn Middleton booked for a late one on Leon King Alan McGregor very angry uh, and gets a lecture from Kevin Clancy he's back Kevin Clancy? oh no Alan McGregor we've not seen him a lot this season he well, has been known to get angry at times yeah but he's back and back to stay because John McLaughlin's not coming back to replace him after his start to the season. What, I think makes you so, what makes you so sure? Because over my lifetime in the, the, the journalistic world, one bad performance can do terrible things to a career yep. for a Rangers player against Celtic or a Celtic player against Rangers. Couldn't agree more, but he played against Ajax the next yeah, game and didn't I, do much wrong. But still lost 4-0. So no, the but, but why, if that's the case, then you drop him after the Celtic game? Well, Giovanni you... Van Bronckhorst stuck with him, said he was he was standing by him. He didn't do anything wrong against Ajax, and now he's injured. Is he? Yeah. Right. I still don't <laughs> think that he will replace Alan McGregor any time soon. You know what I'm here for. I don't necessarily disagree with that. I still mm. think it's interesting. It's going to be one to watch because Giovanni think... Van Bronckhorst put a lot of. A lot of faith in John McLaughlin And he stood by him Almost went out of his way To stand by him Some would say So is he now going to drop him? I yeah. think, I think he's, the he's done if you in show, his eyes If you show faith in the player And then the player Fails to justify the faith That you have shown in him Then the manager has no other response uh-huh. Again Why not drop him for the Ajax game then? No, he, he gave him He, he thought I have to give I, I right. can't be seen just to Throw him under the right. bus But he then didn't do anything wrong in that but match he still lost 4-0 though So? Well, it was eight nil and I. She answered the question. Do I think I think the timing of the goalkeeper's injury has helped? It's been the, the best thing manager. to, to help yeah, the decision because process. it'll now be the fact that McGregor's went in there. I think McGregor's still the number one goalkeeper, as probably a lot of people do, um, and I think it's given the perfect avenue for McGregor yeah. to continue now and goes for Rangers. Maybe so. The angle I'm trying to come at this from, Mark, is not whether you, me, Hugh Keevans, Gordon DL, not whether we think Alan McGregor is, is Rangers' best goalkeeper. Trying to understand that thought process of Giovanni Van Bronckhorst. He didn't drop him for the Ajax game. Yeah. Celtic was horrific and he kept him in and you couldn't have held any of the four goals mm-hmm. against him really in Amsterdam. So it'll be really fascinating to know what Giovanni Van Bronckhorst truly feels about that yeah, situation. I don't now. think there's any doubt that McLaughlin would have played midweek and today had he been fit. Van Bronckhorst has made his opinion 
pretty clear. None of us know what's happened from the end of May into the start of the season with Alan McGregor. Why he got demoted to number two. Um, but there's no doubt in my mind, McGregor's the best keeper. I think take his saves and, and what he does on the pitch. Tell you what, Hugh, I'm going to give a couple of extra minutes. There's still no third place on the podium for the teaser. So quickly oh. give us the question again and I'll give you a couple of extra minutes to see if we can fill the podium. Name the last eight players to score for Rangers in a Champions League match from the group stages onwards. Right, come on. Let's see what we can do. I'll give you a couple of helping uh, hints. You've got one... Two, three, four, five Scots in there. So five of the eight are Scottish. Um, there is a a European in there. There is an American in there. It's really a big clue. And someone oh, who plays no. for an African nation as well. So come on, let's see if we can get that yeah. podium filled up. That's One nice. minute added on at Ibrox. Rangers fans starting to grumble slightly at the lack oh. of cutting edge. Uh, Dundee 1 Inverness 2 Billy Mackay with a 47th minute penalty Penalty Hibbs And Liam Scales oh. has been sent off oh. It's now falling apart for Aberdeen Potentially Certainly if this penalty goes in mm. Yeah that's a ball Right on half time Bad right, enough going to have to hold this thought Because it's half time Ibrox It's half time Livy But it's a penalty Hibbs Let's just wait and see if that one does hit the back of the net what well, a way to finish the half How different is your team talk If you're Who Jim takes Goodwin the Martin Boyle When yeah. he's Ooh. When he's there and Birth of a child this week You yeah. want to Good score the goal Dedicated to his child Rocking the baby celebration yeah. What was that World Cup 94 That first Yeah, was it Brazil? yeah. yeah. Uh, Let's see if he pulls that Out of the bag If he even Did he start the game Remind me <laughs> be, I don't think he'll take the penalty If he didn't um, it's a Bit of a delay Not sure what's happening uh, There he did start the game So I'm sure he would Certainly be in the conversation To take the penalty What is the delay there? Still nothing uh, Okay Waiting patiently It is half time Ibrox Half time Livy As we said So we'll go to Livy Very soon Wow The tension I can feel yeah. it from Easter Road If we're finding it A long way What is going on there? Uh, Martin Boyle is going to take it He still hasn't Incidentally uh, And he Goal flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvement Scores, that changes things Hibs won, Aberdeen won right in the stroke of half time Aberdeen down to 10 men Sides are level, he sent the keeper the wrong way It is half time at Ibrox at the break It sits Rangers 1, Dundee United 0 Antonio Cholak with the early goal He finished emphatically confidently into the bottom corner After a Dundee United set piece Rangers broke up the other end 9 minutes in and found that opener They had big chances Even before that Ryan Kent Eight yards out Fluffed his lines And couldn't put Rangers in front Cholak made sure uh, There was a sigh of relief Around Ibrooks, And it looked like It could have been A really long afternoon For Dundee United But slowly but surely They got to grips with it They even had some Chances at goal Hark sent one Well wide Bech uh, Asked Alan McGregor To make a low save And they have got Into certain areas As you would expect Rangers in you know, Dominating the game And enjoying most of it But that crucial uh, start from the match It's just one In favour of Rangers Rangers 1 Dundee United 0 What about a first half report From Fraser at Livingston Livingston 1 Kamarnock 0 Not a game with a lot of chances But there's always something Going on A real physical edge To the game The only goal came From left back Christian Montano You remember he scored the winner Against Hearts a couple of weeks ago He headed Levy in front At the same end Really slow start to the game Scrappy 
by both sides. Took 15 minutes before we got an effort on goal. It came from Livy. Stefano Mayongo burst in behind the Kamarnock back four. Lovely pass by Montano and they shot over. Omiongo rather than taking it into the box, shot over from 18 yards. The other end, a couple of minutes later, Dan Armstrong, quite bright for Kelly in this first half. On the right-hand side, got to the byline, past Montano, his low right foot cross deflected of Sean Kelly. Good save by George Lowe to his left. That was the only effort on goal by Kelly in the first half. Very few chances at either end, both going back to front with the big strikers, defences coping well, and it led to a battle for the second ball in midfield. No real quality on the ball, but the opener did come in 25 minutes. Very simple goal, and then swinging Sean Kelly, corner from the right-hand side, Christian Montana rose unchallenged at the front post to head home from six yards out. Jason Holt almost made it two really good feet inside the box, got himself a couple of yards. His low shots heading for goal, but it was blocked six yards out by Alan Power. A bit more light to the game after the goal, a few heavy challenges as well. Kelly really struggling to match Nubly and Guthrie's physicality. Nubly on the left in particular, outstanding, combining in the strength with very quick feet always direct running, always a danger to the Kelly defence, but really nothing else much else to talk about in terms of chances in front of goal. I think Derek McInnes disappointed with his team in the final third they competed well, defended okay and he might turn to Lafferty or Cameron and Shaw on the bench quickly to try and get back into the game, but for David Martindale Livy have just done what Livy do and he'll look for much more of the same in the second half. Half time here, Livingston 1, come on at nil. Still playing at Easter Road, that was a dramatic end to the first half. I think it's a half-time break already at McDermott Park, Roger. Yes, it is. St Johnson nil, Ross County nil at the break. No goals and really nothing between the sides. And what's been quite an entertaining first half at McDermott Park. Ross County started brighter, but it was St Johnson who almost took the lead in their first attack in six minutes. Stevie May getting the ball 12 yards out, lifting a shot across... Ross laid low, but it came back off the inside of the post to safety. County went to the other end, and they struck Woodwork after nine minutes. Good play by William Accio on the right-hand side. He got away from Andy Consolain, got into the box, laid off a pass to Kazim Olaegbe. His shot came back off the underside of the bar, crashed down, clearly and be causing real problems for St Johnson at that stage. He dragged a shot wide after 19 minutes after a good pass from left-back Ben Purrington. St Johnson, they've got Ryan McGowan in central midfield after a recall for the skipper Liam Gordon this afternoon. And McGowan, the first guy in Matthew McDermott's book for a foul on Jack Baldwin after 23 minutes. St Johnson coming into the game, they could have taken the lead on the half hour and then swinging corner from the right-hand side. It was met by the boot of Andy Considine inside the six-yard box. Decent save by Ross Laidlaw and somehow the counter-defence managed to smuggle the loose ball to safety. All to play for in the second half. St Johnson nil, Ross County nil. What an end to that first half at Easter Road. Dave Galloway, tell us all about it. Yes, indeed. Hibs uh, won, Aberdeen won at the interval, Gordon. A dream start for the visitors as they took the lead in the fourth minute with a superbly executed goal. Coulson's cross from the left, brilliantly guided home by Duke, making his first start for Aberdeen. Hibs hit back and started to dominate possession. From a corner, there was an almighty goal-mouth scramble, but Hanlon couldn't force the ball in from point-blank range, wherever the flag had just gone up for offside. From a Don's counter-attack, though, Porteous was forced to make a hurried clearance over his own crossbar. Overall, for all the hosts' territorial superiority, their final ball was really lacking. Newell hit a 25-yard free kick straight at Ruse and also struck a shot well wide from distance. But as halftime beckoned, Ewan forced uh, Ruse into a brilliant save to keep out a well-struck drive from over 20 yards. Hibbs kept on the pressure and in injury time, they got a thoroughly deserved equal 
equaliser and it came from the penalty spot Scales uh, fouled uh, Porteous in the box he got a second yellow card for his trouble so off he went and Boyle made a great job of the spot kick sending Ruse the wrong way to make it at the interval Hibs 1, Aberdeen 1 We'll do a half-time score roundup and the answers and winners of the first half teaser next. The fastest goals, the expert opinions. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Half-time scores around the country then, starting with the Scottish Premiership. It's Hibs 1, Aberdeen 1, Livingston 1, Kilmarnock 0, Rangers 1, Dundee United 0 and St Johnston 0. Ross County 0 In the Championship Dundee 1 Inverness 2 Hamilton Ackies 0 Queen's Park 1 Morton 0 Arbroath 2 And Partick Thistle 1 Cove Rangers 0 Wraith Rovers 2 Ayr United 0 In Scottish League 1 Airdrieonians 1 Clyde 0 Alloa 0 Montrose 0 Dunfermline 0 Falkirk 1 Peterhead 1 Kelty Hearts 0 Queen of the South 1 FC Edinburgh 0 In League 2 Goalless Albion Rovers 4 for Annan 0 East 5 2 Dumbarton 1 Bonnie Rig Rose 0 Stenhouse Muir 1 Elgin 1 And Stirling Albion 4 Strunrar 1 To finish with the English Premier League At the moment Full time was Wolves 0 Man City 3 Newcastle 0 Bournemouth 0 And in fact that is your lot At the moment As things stand So Hugh Keevans is half time But let's round this off If we can We haven't announced the winners yet the first half teaser With the scottishsun.co.uk Slash football For the best football news and opinion online Name the last eight players To score for Rangers in a Champions League match From the group stages onwards They are Kenny Miller Morris Edu, Stephen Naismith Lee McCulloch Nacho Novo Majid Bugera, Charlie Adam And Barry Ferguson Well done if you got them right Nizzy was third fastest Derek Morrison in second And Michael Smith the winner Well done Second half's next Scottish football's league leader This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard 